Hello listeners and welcome to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina. We are two passionate women on a mission to help you achieve your Dolce Vita. We live ours and want to share how we got here. It took us years to visualise, but most importantly, how we turned that vision and dream into a reality. In this series, we will help you realise so many things that add up to feeling great and functioning well. Watch out for the great guests we also have lined up for you. Hello listeners and welcome back to Realising Your Dolce Vita with Alana and Nina and we really hope you've all had the most wonderful Christmas time and are settling into the new year beautifully and what better time than January to talk about sadhana, your daily spiritual practice. So the this is where we're kind of re-landing back from the busy time and coming back to the spiritual close practices that keep us sane, keep us on the track and keep us aligned with living our values. So from t- in terms of sadhana, we all can have different practices that keep us on that path. I know for me, definitely one of those practices is yoga and meditation. And as it is for many of the evolverettes and certainly for Alana as well. But today we thought we'd take a little bit of a different angle on sadhana. Um, because another thing that we do every day and on the retreat, but certainly as part of our personal practice, and I'm speaking for Alana, who's sitting beside me, is journaling. Isn't that right, Alana? It is. And Happy New Year to everybody. Mm -hmm. I hope you're all feeling good in this new year. And actually, we are talking about sadhana. And um, I think one thing that's important, I think is important, don't do New Year's resolutions. Nope. Do you agree, Nina? 100% wrong. Don't do them. Because totally wrong time of the year. <laughs> completely the wrong time of year. But it is really good to reflect on your goals, your objectives yeah. that you set previously and also look at your daily practice that makes you feel great. Absolutely right. So just reflecting on what we've just said, why do we think it's the wrong time of year for uh, New Year's resolutions? A, because, I was going to say number A, (laughs) number A, because you've just had a really busy time, most likely. Maybe there's been a little bit of overindulgence in many forms. Maybe that's traveling, out of routine, maybe sleep patterns are disrupted, Mm. maybe nutrition patterns, and certainly your movement patterns are likely to be disrupted as well. So actually just landing back into your natural rhythm on the back of that is enough of a transition. And number two, if you look at nature, it's not a time for newness. It's a time for hibernation and reflection and kind of really journeying inward. So that's why we thought Sadna would be a really nice one to explore today, particularly from the lens of journaling, because Mm. what better way to bring in that practice? From a yoga perspective, we talk about, you know, that self-study and what better way to have that self-study than through a journal? Yeah, absolutely. And journaling is so powerful. And I think people are not sure, Nina, exactly Mm. how they should journal, when they should journal. And actually, it's different for everybody, isn't it? It is really different. And different ways and different techniques can speak to different people. So, um, yeah, we just thought we'd dive in and talk about what we do. Yes. And this is by no means an endless list. Go off, have a play. If you've not been journaling before, give it a go. Google it, find out, buy yourself a lovely journal. 
But we'll just dive into a bit of a chat about how we do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you can buy any kind of journal, oh, yeah. can't you? You can. And you do, it doesn't even have to be a specific journal. Maybe you just want to use a notebook to freestyle in. Yes. Lovely. We do actually love the way of the tortoise. We love it. The happiness journal. Yeah. Because it's guided and it does. it did help me when I first started, Nina. Absolutely. So Klaus, Klaus White, who wrote the way of the tortoise journal and who created it, um, if you haven't checked out his website, definitely give the way of the tortoise a look and a Google. Um, that journal is lovely because it gives you a lovely introduction to the mm. science behind why journaling works and is so powerful yeah. and the impact on the brain just for taking a pause to acknowledge the joys that you've had in that day. So those the gratituding piece and all of that, it, it's really great. Isn't yeah, it? I, still, I still use that one. So do yeah. I. So uh, do I. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. And one of the things that Klaus talks about all the time is... Even if you don't get filling in every day, it doesn't matter, does it? No. It's just reminding yourself to come back to it in the morning or the evening to set yourself the intention for the day and to reflect. Those are the things that really can keep the practice going. So that's a lovely one. And there's lots more of that style of journal out there, isn't there? Exactly. So I think, Nina, you start by saying, how do you journal? Okay. And what goes on in your mind when you're um, yes. doing your journaling? Okay, so I do a different couple of different types. I've got... And it sounds like I spent my whole day journaling. <laughs> obviously, obviously I don't. But I've, I do, I use the way of the tortoise one to set me up in the day and the and to finish off my end of day. I don't do it every day. I try to remember to do it every day, but life takes over sometimes. Yes. But however, in that journal, what's really nice, as I said before, it has a little section that sets you up for the day with your sense of intention, mm. things you want out of the day. And how you want to feel. And then it, it just really reminds you of the same thing at the back end of the day. So you can take a few minutes and it doesn't take long. It only takes probably five minutes to really just pause, reflect. I have it beside my bed and I like to do it as soon as I've woken up and I try to do it before I get out of bed. If I'm teaching an early class, that isn't always possible. And sometimes my mornings are teach a session, come in, have breakfast, do the school run, get back. And so it might be a bit later in the morning before I'm really coming to it. But that's okay, because it, that's my time then for me yes. to pause and set my intention. Um, and then the nighttime one I like to try and do before I go to bed, again, when I climbed into bed and the day is the day is done. So that's kind of the rhythm of that type of journaling that I do. And then other types of journaling that I do um, it's going to sound very crazy, but sometimes I will, if, I'm, if I've got something on my mind or I'm trying to work through something, I'll have a notebook that I literally just freestyle in. I know, I love your notebooks that you free. I have I'm, seen some of them, I love them. I've got a multitude of notebooks on the go and I purposely buy, what happens with that is I'll see a book and I'll think, I like that and how can I use it? And I'll keep, sometimes I have a little stash of them in my house and they won't be used for a long time. But basically, it's a notebook that I feel that I love. And it's somewhere that takes my heart, basically. When, nice. I'm, when I've got something on my mind or I want to work through a situation or whatever it might be, I'll just let my, I'll just let my hand begin to write. And that might be describing the situation. It might be writing down how I feel about it. But there's something that just happens when you start to write. And it's important when I'm doing that and the practice that I go through mentally when I'm doing that is is a bring that's where I bring in my mindfulness practice so I'll make sure I'm sitting well um lower back against a chair both feet on the floor so mm. I'm grounded mm. breathing well and it's really it sounds really I don't know how it sounds but it it's important to remember to allow yourself the freedom to write whatever 
you want to write. So whatever that is. And if you find yourself starting to pause, you've just got to push through and keep going. So there's something about the momentum of keeping writing just really taps into the healing aspect of writing with a pen and paper. So this is not a computer. It's with pen. Your body has to move through yes. the process of writing the words. And that's important, isn't you're it? Rele- yeah. You're releasing. And if you can imagine, you're releasing from the muscles, from all of the fascia that connects the body. You're releasing that tension out through your writing hand and it, that energy is flowing out through the pen. Yeah. So that is... That's how I freestyle. And basically that might just be me almost like, you know how when you're, I mean, I don't know if you kept diaries when you were a child, yes. but it's it's just exactly the same. And it's just continuing with that practice that you're invited to do when you have the freedom of a child that just brings that back to life and lets you express yourself on a page. Brilliant. And how do you feel, Nina, when you've um, actually done that and you see your page afterwards once you've gone through it and looked at how do you feel does it make so, you feel different so it does and do you know mm. what's really it's funny you say that because number one I mean I'd love to say oh you feel really cleansed and cleared and just purged and it's all sorted but actually typically because I tend to use that style of journaling when I'm challenged with something what will happen is it lets me just get clear however what will then happen is I will then naturally think right so okay, what do I need to do? So you've got to turn it into an action. Absolutely. So I will then turn to a a different little notebook that I have, which is then my action book. And I'll then look through the notes. And it might be, honestly, Anna, sometimes I'll do that and I'll think, jeez, I have to just shut that now. I can't even think about that now. I feel exhausted. But other times I will then go back to it, reread it. And you know what? Sometimes you look at it and think, oh my God, what was I worried about? Or what was that about? You know? Yeah. But you've just become, it's created this space for you to get clarity. And then it's like, right, so what do I need to do? What actions do I need to take to bring that to life? If it's been sure. something I've been visualizing or to overcome that, if it's been something that's been challenging, but it just lets you have that space. You're just creating a healing space for yourself that allows you to cleanse and clear whatever tension you're holding, whatever that might be. So that's a different type of journaling that I do. And then, oh, I'm off on a roll here. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like chatting away, but it is that I remember we once had an Evolve for a she she retreat, didn't we, online? And we were chatting about journaling and um, I was like showing the pictures because another type that I will often do involves colour and drawing. And that that's, I use that and I have a different notebook for that. And I call that my visioning book because in that book, it doesn't have any lines and it's more like an art book that I picked up for next to nothing, I think in maybe the works or somewhere. And um, it's just a sketch pad, but I use it just to doodle in so mm-hmm. that I can then just, again, freestyle, just let the pen and you basically just allow the pen to stay on the page and just create lines and you keep going, keep going, keep going. And then once I've finished with that aspect, I'll maybe start to then colour it in. Nice. And I've seen you do you, that many times, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a technique I use to tap into my creative, creative brain. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brilliant. it might be that I start to look at, I might draw specific pictures of something that I'm then like, ah, okay, that's what I want something to look like or my life to look like or whatever it might be. Sure. Or it might not be anything to do with it. It's just the actual process of doing that opens up my creativity. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, Nina is, guys, the queen of journaling, oh, which know. is fantastic, but it is so good and it is just so useful. Now, from my perspective, it's yeah. quite interesting because 
I would have said to you five years ago, I started journaling in the more formal way, yeah. um, you could say. And before that, I, I remember saying to you, Nina, oh, no, I don't really journal because, to be honest, I wouldn't know what to put. But caveat to that is... I've always kept a little diary. You have? And I fill that out in the um, evening. And I've always got two notebooks on the go of um, lists, to-do lists, you could say. Yeah. But, of course, I've always had the goal book as well. Exactly. So, in actual fact, I probably have always journaled. Yeah. Uh, but more in the... More in a more kind of not thinking it's journaling. Yeah. The difference now that um, I was introduced to um, journaling when we were planning Evolvere and the way of the tortoise journal, which I do love, it's much more internal. Mm. Um, with my other bits, it's more of an external to do, what to do, my goals, my objectives, which are all amazing. Yeah. But the the journaling I'm doing now and I'm certainly not as consistent as as you Nina because I don't do it as regularly but what when I do do it and I would say on average twice a week that's great and it's usually when I'm absolutely feeling fantastic and I journal why why I'm grateful and why I'm feeling so good and capturing that moment and also then setting the intentions for the following day, the following week to help me stay there. But then I also journal when I'm feeling down yeah. because it puts things into perspective for me yeah. and it just makes me realise, gosh, I've got so much to be grateful for and it most definitely lifts me. And if I do that and some meditation as well, totally, I can completely lift myself out of not feeling great because listen I do feel I am living my best life I am living the Dolce Vita but nobody can have that feeling of perfect all the time can they no definitely not definitely not and it's just having that that opportunity to reflect it's lovely you've reminded me actually that I do have another have another wee one that's a five-year one which is yes that wee five-year one which is listeners if you want to start anywhere that is a lovely one to start with you can get journals on amazon there's a lovely one by a lady called gretchen rubin um which is the journal of happiness i believe it's called and um basically what you do is it's blank and you have five years on the same date every year you just write one thing that you're grateful for and it's so lovely to then in the future look back when you're filling in the fifth year to look at the things you were grateful for on that same date on the previous year so it doesn't have a year you can just start it whenever you well, like well that's just what I fill in every night Lush. and you know it's really funny Nina because um in fact it was originally a gift um and I started doing it and loved it and filled in a full five years and I got my second one yeah. and then it's really strange because there are so many lovely things you look back on and you think oh we did that but then I stopped writing it when my mum died Ah, yeah. Uh, when my mum passed away, I stopped using it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but now I'm back on it. I think it was just that moment in time. Yeah, Do you know what tough. I mean? When, when we go through tough times, it can yeah. be hard to... 
I think it's hard to, when we go through tough times, it's hard sometimes to lean on the things that we know might be helpful for us, but actually it's too raw. Too, yes. I mean, I didn't practice yoga for, I think, three months after my mum passed because I just couldn't, I couldn't So interesting, do it. isn't it? Yeah, And it that's is. your real go-to for your... Yeah, yeah I couldn't. I just sad couldn't. Enough. And actually, one of the things you've reminded me is I ha- do you have another little journal that sits usually beside my practice mat at home? And that's where, as soon as I finish my yoga practice or my meditation, I will just scribble down everything that's risen up in that practice. And that often doesn't make any sense. It might just be, maybe it's something about a pose and how it felt, or it might be an emotional state. I basically use it as a dumping ground, unfiltered for anything that's risen up in that practice, just to express it somewhere. That's really lovely. That's a specific little small book that just, and even if I do a class, I might take it with me or whatever, just as a little... A little place to express. It just gets it all out of the physical body, doesn't it? Completely. And it's quite interesting because when we started Evolverain now, uh, two years ago, gosh, mm-hmm. we're on our third, aren't we, mm-hmm. next year? Mm-hmm. This year. It's this, year? this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's quite interesting because a lot of our lovely um, kindred women, they say, oh, no, no, I can't really journal. Mm-hmm. But, of course, once we kind of invite them to every day, don't we, we on do. the Evolverain retreat. We do. But so many people have then said, oh, my goodness, I absolutely love it. It's so beneficial. Yeah, so beneficial, definitely. So whether you're an avid journaler or you're brand new to it, our challenge is to go off and find either a new way to journal for the next couple of months or get really consistent with your journal and practice or give it a go if it, if you're brand new to it. Just give just it a see. go. And if you are brand new to it and you're feeling like, I'm not sure it's for me, um, try out a guided journal because that yeah. will just help you. And it's nothing too fancy. It's just you and that lovely piece of paper. And as like Nina said, just letting it go from you. And it is so powerful, guys. And I always think February, January, February, we're moving into that month that actually, I think, are the most depressing months yeah. of the year. Yeah. Because you don't see much light, do you? You don't see much light. And the vitamin D levels are low. Completely. Yeah. So get your vitamin D tablets. <laughs> Good tip. Well done, Nina. And get your journal. Start it now. Yeah, start it now. And be kind to yourself. You know, if you're doing it twice a week, it's better than nothing. If you're doing it four times a week, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Whatever it is, just allow yourself space to... Be perfectly imperfect with your journal and practice, but let it help you. Let it support you and guide you Completely. to live a better life. I'm going to do it tonight because it's just inspired me talking to you guys. And of course, talking to Nina about all her journal books. Um, I'm inspired, <laughs> Nina, so I'm going to do it tonight. But you know, to be for, love for next Christmas, I think I'll need a wheelbarrow for all my journals. <laughs> completely oh well lovely to catch up with you all we hope this has been helpful so it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me and have a super year ahead we'll be talking soon lots of love this has been realizing your dolce vita with alana and nina thank you for joining us today you can continue this journey with us on most social media channels and we will continue this podcast next week Let us know of any future topics you might like us to cover and we really do welcome feedback. So we're avid learners. Feel free to send us any questions you might have and we'll really hope to answer them. Share, follow and download this podcast as it really does help us grow and help us to share this message with other kindred women. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.